Here's one of our favourite moments from Jason Lauren. Check out the full show on our podcast feed. Let's talk about fetishes, baby. Let's talk about it all week. Let's talk about all the good things and the weird things that it brings. Let's talk about... Exhibitionism? That's right, exhibitionism is what we're focusing on today. Um, Look, we're spending this week all about educating ourselves about different fetishes. We like to normalise stuff on this show, but I will give you a heads up that the next 10 minutes or so, uh, little ears trigger in case you've got kids nearby. They might have questions. Um, I know you and Clint in the newsroom have gone into this week a little bit. Yeah. Have we... um, have we, we found something we want to try or experiment with yet? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I, I can only speak for myself here when I say no. I mm. personally haven't. It's like a show bag. See what's inside. Yeah, exactly. Have you, have you come across a birdie beetle that you like mm, yet? Not yet. Right. Well, it's mm. only Wednesday. Um, <laughs> today, yes, we are focusing on exhibitionism. So is this where you want to show off, I imagine? Pretty much. Uh, we spoke to sexologist Dr Nikki Goldstein to give us an insight to what exactly it involves. This sounds really straightforward it's somebody that or a couple that like to be watched in the act or getting undressed or doing something sexual so this is primarily what you see a lot play out in say sex clubs and swingers clubs because often when you go into these areas it's very consensual you know that people are going to be getting naked having sex in front of you and there's that thrill of somebody watching on so in some places they also do have certain areas where it's a little bit more um secluded and there's kind of little peepholes so again you're able to enter into those situations where there is already that pre-consent that i know that if i'm going into that area and there's peepholes then what i'm saying to the rest of the people in the room is i might be in there doing something and you're welcome to come along and watch me Mm. i just couldn't think of anything worse than people watching me take my clothes off i'm so Clumsy. You'd I just, be that person. Your bloody jeans get my caught jeans on your get foot, stuck and then you, on my ankles. You and, trip over and fall. Yeah. Everyone's like, "I oh, forget this." I'm you looking for a different like, people. Pull the, whole, pull the whole establishment down. You know, next thing you know, Lauren would be there with the jeans around her ankle. Oh, like, sorry, no. guys. I knew a guy that liked to watch his partner sleep with someone else. That's weird. I've heard of this. And and his enjoyment that, came out of me, just anyway. watching him. Yeah, and that's that, that's something that turns people on. I'd be like, oh, God, she doesn't look that happy with me. <laughs> oh, there's just no way on <laughs> earth I would ever let anybody do that. <laughs> no. Your rule would probably it. be like, listen, you can do it, but you're not allowed to look like you're enjoying yeah, it. So just, can you just, just have a space that just looks plain? <laughs> oh Even look goodness. at me halfway through and say you're bored. Like, I'd, I'd love that. <laughs> <laughs> So, true story, yeah, when you were a couple who ended up doing that. Um, here's my question. How do you how do you approach those sort of conversations? Like, for example, right, mm. say if um, your boyfriend said to you, hey, I'm cool with you sleeping with someone else, but I just want to watch. Like, if you're not into that or anything, A, how do you feel? Like, you're yes. feeling like... Well, I mean, uh, you might not want to sleep with anybody else. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the other thing. You, you might be sitting there going, well, no, I thought we're in a happy relationship, yeah. just us two. Yeah, it's it's a funny one and it's... Oh. Hey, Clint. I mean, I wouldn't feel good about <laughs> it. Lauren's fidgeting a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Clint, you're a single lad. I don't want to say anything to offend anybody, no, but that's enough. not my cup of tea. You're a single lad. What yes. about, like, if a couple came to you and they were like, hey, you can sleep with my wife and I'm going to watch? <laughs> I can't even. I'm going to start fidgeting now. <laughs> uh, yeah, look, I wouldn't be overly comfortable. Yeah, right. <laughs> I can imagine, Clint. Can you turn I mean, away? Ask, what about you? 
Are you an exhibition? Oh, see, I don't want to talk to you about it because I actually don't want to imagine you doing any of these things. I'm not an exhibition. Or exhi- doing a strip tease. I'm not. Oh, I, Clumsy. I, I you would never be. forget. I was with a girl one day and she she ripped my shirt open and the buttons <laughs> flew off. And all I could think was, I just paid $79 for this shirt. And in my mind, the mood was done. Oh, God. And then you had to walk home holding your shirt. <laughs> Um, 131065 is our number. Maybe you and your partner have experimented with this stuff or, you know, you've been in that sort of exhibitionist world before. Yeah, but you're right because, you know, the whole thing about this stuff with relationships and what what I'm learning this week is that you can really do whatever you like as long as it's not harming anyone else and you're both consensual and both agree to it. Also, I think... It's just about finding the right match. You'd be surprised how many establishments around the place and even just here in Melbourne... Um, have these sort of services or provide these yeah. you know, environments. Swingers clubs are huge. Well, there was one. There was a night called Perp. I think it was called Per Melbourne. Per? Per, like a cat. Oh, gotcha. And they used to do it at um, one of my favourite old stomping grounds, Seven Nightclub. Right. And once a month they would have these Per parties and you'd wear a mask and they'd like put garbage bags on the seats and stuff, I think, and so they could just rip it all out. So you wouldn't want to be going out for a few cocktails and get the wrong night, would yeah. you? Yeah. No, no, you'd know. You'd know if you were there on per night. Clint, do you ever remember seeing those signs? I think there was a similar one on Glenferry Road at Room Night Club. I think per went to both of did them. They? I think they did the rounds. I'll tell you what, for two vanilla people said they're not into much, you guys are like the Google Maps of swingers clubs around Melbourne. All right, coming up See next. See you Saturday. <laughs> I'll be the one with the cat's ears. Coming up next, actually, we're going to chat with someone that works at a swingers club in Melbourne and find out how these nights, sorry, this will be old news to you too, but how these (laughs) nights sort of work. Is it a membership thing? Can you go without a partner? You're listening to the Jason Lauren Podcast. Let's talk about fetishes, baby. Let's talk about it all week. Let's talk about all the good things and the weird things that it brings. Let's talk about exhibitionism. That's right. Every day this week we're normalising things and we are focusing on different fetishes. Now, I'm very shy, so I'm not an exhibitionist. Mm, You just know... A lot of locations around Melbourne where these naughty nights happen. <laughs> there was there was an organisation that used to use Melbourne nightclubs, like yeah. Seven Nightclub and yeah. Room and all those are popular Oh, there's spots. another one she's mentioned. No, they're normal clubs. They're like the clubs I used to go to when I was like 20. Well, speaking cool. of clubs, um, because we thought we would chat with someone who works at one of these places that are yes. providing an environment for couples or singles to go and try our exhibitionism, and that is um, a swingers club. Uh, T is joining us from Melbourne. Swingers Club this morning. Good morning, T. Good morning. Um, thanks so much for joining us. So you work at one of these establishments where people go along, uh, either solo or with their partner, and can muck around and have people watch them. Is that correct? Look, it's a little bit more than that. It's not just more of a watching. It's it's also, uh, you know, if, if people would like, they can find other people that maybe they click with, that they can join with and, and fulfil those fantasies. Hey, T, can I ask, is it true that you can't go to a swingers club on your own? You have to take a partner? Look, it really depends on the event. Mm, we but... do have a number of events that are couples and ladies only, but we do have, you know, a range of of more inclusive events that really are for absolutely anybody. You can come along, a single guy, single girl, couple, whoever you are, you're welcome. And, like, do, do you have to pay to be part of one of these clubs? Yeah, there, look, there is an entry fee. Um, a lot of that does cover 
uh, entry into the venue. Sometimes it covers a couple of drinks. Uh, use of all the facilities, so the spa, the sauna, the steam room, oh. uh, locker room, towels, things along those lines. Can we, um, let's do a dramatised reenactment here, guys, because I know there'd be a lot sure. of people listening right now going, how does it work? Do I just rock up? Um, mm. Do we show our faces? Like, Is... I get nervous going to a new gym for the first time. I can't imagine turning up to <laughs> Melbourne swingers. Take your water time. bottle. Uh, so when you walk in through reception, T, might be a stupid question, but like, when people arrive, are they paying their fee at reception and then nuding up there and then? How does it work? No, absolutely not. That, that would be um, pretty hectic. Yep. <laughs> um, no, essentially, once you come on in, you pay your fee, it's, you walk in the door, it's kind of just like a normal bar. Right. Uh, you can sit around, you can relax, you can ease yourself into it, make yourself feel a little bit more comfortable, and then when you're ready, you can dress down. Mm. So it doesn't need to be fully nude. A lot of couples just like to wear lingerie. They like to make themselves feel a little bit sexy. Um, mm. But it really is all up to them and what their speed is, you know, what they're comfortable with. But you could and, have, and just, you could have yeah. people walking around the club dressed. You could have people walking around the club in lingerie or you could have someone next to you nude. Absolutely. The only thing that we do ask a lot of the time is if people are going to move out into the play area that they do dress down somewhat, and that's mainly just out of respect of the other people who right. are using the Right, so space. you're not just kind of creeping around and watching. You'd be, you'd be yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Lauren would be freaking out and be in a trench coat and a tracksuit. Yeah. Oh, God, I'd be so nervous. <laughs> do you find that people come in and they're quite sort of introverted and, and nervous and then they sort of get inside and, I suppose, come alive and come Absolutely. out of their shells? Absolutely. Well, it's a really confronting experience, I suppose, to come into a place like this for the first time. Yeah. And a lot of the time people are there and they are absolutely nervous out of their brains. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of our job is really just to make them feel comfortable and let them know that it's absolutely and a no-pressure environment and kind of going from there. Do people wear masks so that you're anonymous or, or is it a no-mask policy? Um, we do have a few people who perhaps choose to do that. Yeah. Um, a lot don't. It's really? not particularly common, though, yeah. Oh, I would have assumed everyone was... Is it pretty much an unspoken rule, like, hey, this is a different world, let's not approach things outside or, you know, tell people oh, if we know someone? Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, my God, imagine that. Imagine you walk in and it's the bloody neighbours that are in oh, there. Oh, don't. Have you ever had a situation like yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> yes, we have. <laughs> yeah, or a, or a work colleague or... Your kids but at the end of the day, I mean, if you're, if you're both there... Yeah, if you're both there, you're both doing the same thing. What, what's one that comes to mind that you remember? Yeah, a law enforcement officer who ran into somebody who they had previously um, arrested. Oh, God. So they had to flee pretty quickly. What made them recognise the person as soon as they put the cuffs on? They were like, that's how I know you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just quickly, how would someone get into something like this? Do you need to pre-register on a website or anything or can you just wait till Saturday night and take your partner? No, you just wait until Saturday night and come on along. What we do say is because all of our events are very different and they're catering to a very different crowd, check and see what's on, see if it fits you and what you want to do, and then come along to the event that, that suits. Melbourne-swingers.com.au is the place to go. Hey, T, we really appreciate you jumping on the air this morning. Thank you. Thanks. Oh, absolutely my pleasure. Thanks, guys. Have a fun Saturday night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Imagine being in that situation where you're the law enforcement officer and you run into someone you've arrested. Oh. Like. I know. But then imagine if you were sort of unfairly arrested and it was the police officer and you'd be like, oh, I'm going to get you back, big boy. Let's act out that scene. <laughs> I had a friend of mine who, he was at a club. It was like one of those bars downstairs from a hotel. Um, he hit it off with this girl. 
She said, do you want to come back to my room? I've got a girlfriend waiting there. He's like, oh, here we go. This is it. We're on. She took him upstairs. No word of a lie. When they opened the door, it was his sister in the room. <gasps> oh, dear. They just looked at each other and said, let's never, obviously not go through with it, but let's never speak of this again. <laughs> let's oh, not tell mum, I oh, think was the exact words. Let's <laughs> not tell mum. What do you reckon is like, who would get in more trouble from mum? The one that went with the mystery girl I, in the I, bar I, to meet yeah. another mystery girl or the mystery girl <laughs> waiting for the mystery man? 131065. Wow. Let's run with this, right? Have you ran into someone you know in a compromising situation? Oh, that's a shocker. Whether it is, you, you know, you ran into Steve and Jenny from house number 12 at a swingers club. Yes. You know? Or there was, remember, the psychologist I saw. Yeah, I wasn't, I was, wasn't going to tell yeah, Halfway through the appointment when I'm bleeding my heart out, he goes, that's how I know you. Our kids go to kinder together. Oh, shame. And then I sat there for 20 minutes just thinking, what the hell have I said? Yes, that's Th- a bad one. Yeah. 13, Did you ever go back there? No, because you have no idea what I said that first half. Oh. Yeah. 131065 <laughs> is our number. Have you ran into someone you recognise or know when you're in a compromising situation? The Jason Lauren Podcast. We're just talking about have you run into someone you know in a compromising situation? We oh. were just chatting with someone from Melbourne Swingers Club before. She was saying <laughs> uh, she had a police officer come in one day and run into someone that they've arrested in the past. Who would be more uncomfortable in that situation? I would say whoever was in the cuffs. <laughs> uh, Clint from the newsroom, you've been sitting there quietly for the past three minutes and then you just looked up and then you went, I may have a story. I think he said, I've got half a story. I've got to be very careful. Okay. You know when you go to a swimming pool? Yeah. And, Jace, you'll know, being a male and yeah. being in the male locker room, and I'm very, very careful. I always wear a towel. Very, very <laughs> private. Right. In terms of when you strip off, yeah. you change your togs underneath the towel and all the rest. See, I hate. I don't get it. I just, I just don't get it out and about. Change rooms yeah, at right. swimming pools. It's yeah. just not for me. Oh, I don't get it with the old but guys for some it, reason. No, no, you... no. This is where I'm going. Oh no. Who was it? Now, some people just like to let it all hang out. Yeah, they and do. And they're happy with it. Yeah. And good on them. We're all humans. But We've a certain all got the same person. Are <laughs> oh, you ready to someone you know? Uh, a top celebrity. Who? And an unfit top celebrity, and I can't get it out of my head. Who is in the it? Words oh, you can't say who it is. I can't say who it is. You have oh, to. On. There's no Absolutely. point telling this story. Yeah, that's why I said it's a half story. I'm not. I'm not. Oh, I shame not on you. We've I thought you were referring to something parts. else when you were like, it was a half story. I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, right. Um, like, are we talking TV celebrity? <laughs> we're talking TV. Right. Are we talking someone that I've worked with before? We're <laughs> talking. <laughs> <laughs> the, the channel has a nine in it. Oh, so gosh. it makes it even more awkward because I work with a person. You're right. It's not. Uh... It's not Hitch. It's not Hitch. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, oh, right. Shame. I mean, not a shame. But you know, it's awkward at the best of times for me in the Ooh, in the locker room. Breaking news, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> he right. ain't an exhibitionist, don't we? Thirteen one zero six five is our number. Have you bumped into someone in a compromising situation? Dylan, you bumped into someone at court. <laughs> yeah. Oh, who? Yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, so um, yeah, so pretty much a couple of years after I left school, um, I got done for a DUI, and uh, my deputy principal was in the same courtroom oh. as me for the same thing. Oh, well, um, that's okay. The he said for the same thing. thing. <laughs> yeah, it was for the same thing, but it was literally it was sitting just across from each other, and he and we had to like look at each other real awkwardly while you know we were in the, doing the same courtroom. And by the way, this is the same deputy principal, but 
probably suspended me three or four times from school. Oh, <laughs> oh you would have been dishing out a bit of side eye. No. I um. Bit of, bit of a dirty look across the courtroom we to got your the old idea. teacher. <laughs> no. I, uh, Don't you say side eye? <laughs> It was just the lack of confidence that you lost halfway through. A bit of soda. Um, I've had a bad run. I ran into... So I've had the therapist that yes. whose kid went to my kid's kinder. That's a bad one. I'm also at the sperm donation place. Oh, yes. When I was holding the cup at the window, I had that Uber driver come up and say, big, big fan of the show. And I'm like, thanks very much. And then when I was younger, this is like back in the Brisbane days, I was at the chemist. The yeah. chemist, it, the chemist gives me anxiety anyway. Yeah, I was at the chemist getting uh, some treatment <laughs> for a uh, STI, and oh he was a big listener of the show. No, and asked for a photo, and I'm standing there in the middle of chemist warehouse holding the box of antibiotics. <gasps> I'm like, well, I'll just put that behind my back. See, yeah, that's why. You, well, then you oh, you can't go to the pharmacy in your suburb. I that's didn't. That's the trick. Oh. <laughs> You've got to drive. Yeah. You've got to drive at least forty-five minutes. Yeah, you, you, it's like bring back in this twenty-five-kilometer radius that we've had this year. Think that and drive past it. If you, I didn't know our show could be heard on the Gold Coast, so it was a surprise to oh. me too. Thanks for listening to the Jason Lauren podcast. For more great content, check them out on socials at Jason Lauren.